Hi, I'm Ray, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today's quest is Worldwide Wrestling, and my pronouns for today are he, him. Um, so for those that don't know, Worldwide Wrestling is a uh, wrestling uh, RPG. It has some pretty interesting mechanics, which we'll get to. Um, there is something of a uh, inter-podcast wrestling series going on. There's a bunch of loosely connected games um uh we do ours uh, a lot more rarely than the others uh and so we have themed our wrestling accordingly uh we'll get to a little bit more of that in a second but let's have our players introduce themselves and their wrestlers starting with adam hello i'm adam i'm from the row point exchange and i will be using the him her pronouns thanks for having me over ray looking forward to this him her i'd mess that up he, him, I'm sorry. I mean, I know people that use him, her pronouns. Um, so they use she and her and um, he, him at the same time. So that's I, what I think I wrote over to when I was an English teacher and I was just going over, pro- going to do a whole mini lesson on pronouns, I'm afraid. <laughs> so he, him pronouns for you today. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, and what's your wrestler? I will be playing Moonshiner Joe. He is a monstrous hillbilly character from the hills of eastern Kentucky, so I don't have to do anything with my accent. And, uh, yeah, his whole gimmick is kind of the 1980s-ish hillbilly gym style that was in the WWE, which was the WWF back in the day. Mm, cool. Wonderful. Uh, who would like to go next? I will do so. Cool. This is Micah, and I will be playing Shandy Isles of New York City. He is the veteran class, a hardcore veteran who has with him the ever-famous and totally not stolen Steel Man Joe, a steel a steel chair with a smiley face plastered on it. Excellent. And what are your pronouns today? I am a he and him. Wonderful. Now, my understanding is that Steel Man Joe was out with an injury. Yeah, unfortunately, a couple of a couple of matches back, old Steel Man and Shandy were having a match. Things were going, you know, things were going good until the end when the pen came down from the. Uh, let's see here, they were performing their newest finisher, the get it up for me, the Steel Island Falls. But unfortunately, due to the impacts, one of Steel Man's uh, paddings or butts came out. So his unfortunately, he separated a chair limb and has been out with an injury for a while now though steel man got ahead of himself he actually has a replacement in who's the tag team partner with shandy right now the nameless enforcer Mm, it'll be interesting to see if we have an opportunity to include the nameless enforcer Mm -hmm. Um, and whether he can live up to the pedigree of the strongest uh the strongest, strongest uh, wrestling chair in this or any league. Um, but, it's uh, it's been a little well, it's been a little weird. We think that since they've earned their first championship, the World Tag Team Championships, Steel Man unfortunately has been letting it go to his head. When last people saw him, he was out. He had just gotten a new gold finish done to his chair and has been wearing some pretty fancy furs around him. I really want Steel Man Joe. <laughs> <laughs> be, um, to use the uh, wasted playbook. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, and lastly, who else do we have joining us? Hello, uh, my name is Jared. I'll be using he/him pronouns, and I am debuting the character Shining Ryan Star. He's a golden boy uh, with a, a, a 
Hollywood, not celebrity, but like lifestyles of the rich and famous glitz and glamour kind of mm. gimmick. Is, is, that, uh, is that your intro? <laughs> what's that? Is that your intro? Lifestyles of the rich and famous? No, oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Much, much better than that. Uh, his intro is a hair oh, metal well, cover of the song Shining Star, but we can get to that. All right. Well, we'll get to that. And we'll, maybe we'll put a, maybe we'll try and put together a playlist uh, after the fact. Um, fantastic. Uh, so thank you all for joining us. Um, it's been some time since uh, the International Quarterly Hurt Fest was able to uh, broadcast a bit longer than a quarter due to some legal troubles after their last match. Uh, as some of you who follow, uh, as the, as the uh, dedicated fans would know, inter- the International Quarterly Hurt Fest is normally broadcast from a stadium in the Philippines, but due to uh, legal trouble, it is now broadcast from a decommissioned shipping container. Uh, shipping, shipping, uh, container ship. Uh, so a container ship uh, that is registered to a landlocked Eastern European country. Um, uh, well, Eastern European former former Soviet Republic. That, that sort of. Uh, Asian steppe countries. Um, un- unclear whether the country that it is registered out of even still exists legally, but uh, regardless, it's registered out of there. Um, and so tonight marks the first broadcast from the new uh, solely owned stadium uh, in international waters, uh, solely owned by the International Quarterly Hurt Fest uh, Broadcasting Company and Wrestling. Uh, wrestling, uh, what is the word that I want? Dojo. Uh, so, uh, that is something of an event, but also it marks the first broadcast since the new, uh, owners of the Azure Jewel, that mystic gem that, that bestows incredible wrestling power to whomever holds it, uh, has come into uh, our new owners. It's the first first uh, first match since they have taken possession of the Azure Jewel. Uh, so Comrade and Uno are the new co-consuls of uh, the International Quarterly Hurt Fest. And in order to give their uh, new uh, subjects an opportunity to prove their worth and loyalty um, to continuing to receive the benefits of the azure jewel that that mystic force that makes uh the iqh wrestlers the unstoppable force that they are uh they will have to prove themselves uh in a uh in a specialty uh exhibition match against some of the best wrestlers that were available to be flown to an uh, shipping container uh, ship in the middle of the Pacific Ocean on such short notice. Uh, so uh, tonight's match will be a Titanic throwdown, um, where three uh, uninitiated wrestlers from different leagues will be st- standing in the middle of the ring, and it will be the IQH's entire roster's 
uh, sworn duty to throw them over the ring into the waters below. Um, we'll get to the specifics of that in a minute, uh, but uh, I'd like to break KFAB a little here. And uh, on the plane, the private jet flying out... Actually, no, it's not a private jet. On the fucking rickety-ass <laughs> World War II seaplane <laughs> flying out here, uh, it's more rickety than the seaplane from uh, from Waterworld. Uh, and weirdly, the pilot also looks like Jack Black. Um, what are the three of you and potentially your managers talking about uh, <laughs> as you're flying out to this thing? Um, so here's the legal well, wafer. Now make sure that anybody that dies upon this plane is not going to sue us, says the, says the, fir- the ma- first thing the manager said before we got on the plane. <laughs> we have all yet to sign. <laughs> Sorry yeah. for joking. There. <laughs> no, no, I think that's appropriate. Uh, so, before I answer the question about what we're talking about, I've got these uh, heat questions that I think uh, I need to, to sort out so I can establish what my relationships are with my with my yes, comrades on this that's flight. An excellent point. Actually, let's do your heat, and then we'll get into this <laughs> weird air flight. All right. So, the first question I'm asking is definitely who has taken me under their wing. Mm, have either of you taken uh, this wrestler under your wing? What was your wrestler's name again? Uh, Ryan Star, Shining Ryan Star, Shining Ryan Star. Uh, I mean, that's, that's not his real name, but his real name, if it comes up, we can deal with. I'll take that as I'm the veteran and usually try to you know, give you all the wisdom I can to the next guys coming in. Awesome, cool. What's your next? And uh, oh, it's a tough toss-up here between who's jealous of my rapid rise and who has taken it upon themselves to teach me a lesson in the ring. If either of those speak to either of you. Yeah, are either of you interested in having that heat? I'll I'll take that one again. uh, (laughs) I'm taking you under my wig, but also... He's got... The th- I, if you're familiar with it, uh, Tanahashi and Naito from New Japan. Tanahashi's always been the ace of the promotion for years. When they tried to bring Naito in, he was the babyface, he was the proche, but everyone still wanted Tanahashi. So <clears throat> it kind of rubbed the guy the wrong way. So kind of a reverse thing is it's actually working. The new guy's getting more over, but uh, it's rubbing... Shandy, a little rough. Okay, I like it. Hi, I'm Moonshiner Joe. <laughs> <laughs> would you, would you have preferred, man? <laughs> no, go for it. I like the story. <laughs> I, I, that's real. I, mean, I was, I was going like, so you said, "Hi, Moonshiner Joe." Go, oh crap, Adam, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. No, take it, dude. Like you had a good story. I mean, mine would have been like, I want to hit him in the face. <laughs> So yeah, that's cool. After all, his bragging about that beautiful face is is just really annoying. Though I would like to do a, sw- a quick callback to as I was looked at this character sheet because I believe that I played against the Azure Fist at one point in time, and apparently on my sheet I have that he made me look weak in a toe to toe. So I, yeah. I, I, I actually listened. To- so you might have signed on as an opportunity to get back. Like, the Yasuo Fist thinks he could just go and die? Yeah. <laughs> uh, get out of a rematch? Oh, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, we should all just get Azure Fist written down and put one, so that way we have heat with the guys coming in, because they're all yeah. supposed to be, quote-unquote, the Azure Fist. At least two of them are supposed to be rumored to be. 
Ah, uh, yes. So, you do know that within the inner circle of... Uh, <clears throat> of the international quarterly hurt fest before before the restructuring of the of of the league uh, so to speak um there was there was the azurfist and then the azurfist had lieutenants um and you know that of those lieutenants the two that are still around uh would be uh and the two that uh the fans are most interested in are Mighty Waverlight and Hexagonite. Um, uh, the fans are really into them because they have uh, they have that m- those two both have that mystic flair mm-hmm. that everyone really liked about the Azure Fist that set the Azure Fist part that uh, apart from other wrestlers that made it like even though sometimes the Azure Fist wasn't a nice character or a good person everyone was still really enjoyed rooting for them as a wrestler because he always brought that dramatic flair even when he was on other people's uh on other fighting with other leagues he'd always insist on bringing that uh that mystic flair to the arena um everybody likes getting showered in sparks so um but uh, I think we see this rickety seaplane approaching, and the, the pilot, we hear the the pilot say, oh, "All right, so we're going to be coming in for a landing in a minute. Uh, you guys might want to buckle up and uh, get your bath bags ready. Uh, landings have never exactly been my specialty, and I'm even worse at landing at sea." Uh, <laughs> Sh- Shandy, I, I, I okay. Look, I, I know that you uh, said that that. You had a plan to help get me over and and book me on some big, big jobs, but um, what the hell is all this, man? Uh, all right, kid. Both Moonshiner and I can both tell you. At times, you got to do the crazy stuff. How are you holding up <laughs> over there, Moonshiner? How's the Colonel? <laughs> the Colonel, for those of you not up with the uh, Moonshiner mythos, as we will call it from now on, is his. Uh, pet chicken that he carries around the colonel he's got 11 herbs and spices that are you know it's a live chicken by the way but the the colonel is kind of cradled in his arm and he's got like a little bitty bitty baggie on his face not like you know sleep kind of you know thing it's it's in case the chicken throws up which i don't even know if chickens can do (laughs) well i I guess we're gonna find out if i recall correctly the chicken's got this like massive scar (laughs) Wasn't I, it? Or was yeah, it, it has a big scar. <laughs> yeah. Now, so I'm doing all right, but I, you know, but Colonel, I don't know what he's going to be doing in a moment here. He's got a gizzard, and I don't know if that like messes with the upchuck. But you know, <laughs> the plane starts to like swoop down towards the thing, and you hear the pilot say, "Oop, a little bit too steep." <laughs> you, sp- you hear a small retching sound from in the back. The answer. <laughs> Provided. <laughs> I, like, I like to imagine I'm just kind of going, uh, uh, you're just the moonshiner just sitting there like, huh, this is just Tuesday. <laughs> yep. Yep. The and, uh, <laughs> and Ryan, despite his uh, arrogant in-ring persona, is actually like kind of uh, mild-mannered backstage. Mm-hmm. He, he's had this role thrust upon him, so he's yeah. just like white-knuckling the seat. The, the, the seat armrests going. Oh my God! What am I doing here? <laughs> okay, now, okay, now, 
Remember, kid, if we do involve a situation where it is a dive out or die, remember the tuck and roll, and don't be afraid of the tire burn. You splash down and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and a little, and a little uh, Zodiac uh, comes over to the seaplane and, like, ties a rope around it, and they start, like, winching you closer um, to the boat, and then, uh, and then they, like, lay out a... F- they lay out a, a something of a gangplank, um, and uh, and bring you aboard. It's just um, three two by fours nailed together. There's a there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, no. It's more like um, it's more like a rusted fire escape uh, that somebody cut off of a building with a with an oxy torch. Feel more comfortable now with the the two by fours. <laughs> Uh, they bring you across and they show you to your dressing room um, and uh, and they start telling you about the match and getting you ready and they're like, now now remember, th- this is the most important thing before we go out there. You're going to be given the opportunity to pick uh, who you get to fight uh, to begin with. Now we're going to be sending the entire, uh, the entire roster against you, uh, but you need to pick at least one of these three wrestlers. Uh, for your initial round, you have to have either Mighty Wavelight, Hexagonite, or Yara El Sharifi uh, in in your in that initial uh, bout. You have to pick them out of the crowd, no matter how no matter how large the crowd is. You have to pick at least one of those. Uh, if you don't, then uh, then then the entire creative uh, plan is going <laughs> to fall apart. And you will not get it, get your match completion bonuses if our plan falls apart. Got it. The plan, uh, didn't the plan won't fall apart. <laughs> the plan, plan won't fall apart. Your league will fall apart. All right, that's great. <laughs> Save it for the show. <laughs> so when you say the entire roster. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah, we're going to send the entire roster. All of the we're going to bring we're going to be bringing back some old favorites, uh, some new up and comers. Um, we have made preparations uh, for the co consoles to get involved, but we'll see what happens. Welcome uh, to so- an elimination match, kid. The eliminators are the, the ones they need to eliminate us. <laughs> okay then. Um, yeah. hmm. I feel like we're back in Japan, Moonshine. I feel like I'm back at the tent revival. Oh, oh God! Don't don't bring that one up. Don't bring that one up. Now, now we have uh, we we do want to make you aware that while the uh, while the uh, while the uh, <clears throat> ring is suspended over a pool of water, and it is sufficiently deep enough to break your fall, uh, we're going to be retracting uh, the gang planks. Uh, after you three are in the ring for your safety, our wrestlers are trained uh, and re- and have rehearsed uh, swinging via ropes into the ring. Uh, y'all haven't had the proper uh, WHNS training for that, so we won't be able to. Uh, we can't have uh, the three of you do that. Uh, so we're going to be retracting the gangplank, so there's less chance of you falling and hitting them uh, when you get thrown out of the ring. So you'll be able to plummet into the water. And like, even though we're going to be playing a lot of grinding sounds as we open the bottom of the ship to the ocean, don't worry. There's no, there's no uh, chance <laughs> of you actually falling out of the boat. Uh, no, we don't want to. We don't want to. I mean, sell it obviously, but don't <laughs> panic and freak out. Um, 
So uh, when when you once you get into the water, fake your drowning. We have a, we have scuba divers in the water to uh, put you with masks so that we can uh, fake your death, and then you can turn back up on your own show in a miraculous survival. Whatever we don't. That's for your creative <laughs> to sort out. On our show, you're drowning to death if you go into that water. Got it? <laughs> All right. Good. Excellent. Um, any questions before we get you ready? Oh, also, audience, only our premium members are here. Those that have paid uh, to go on the uh, wrestling cruise experience and have been brought to the set. Um, so when you're outside of your dressing room, you need to be in character at all times. If they run into you, they think they're running into your character. So dressing rooms, this is the only place you're safe. This deck of the ship is safe. Any, any deck above or below, you're, you, you're in character the whole time until we fly you out. Got it? Got it. That's- that's my trick. That's my trick, Captain. I'm always in character. That's what I like to hear. This so, is why I like working with you veterans. None of these new upstarts from around the world, they say, <laughs> making quotation marks as most of the roster is pulled from Australia. <laughs> so are, are, are we being given like promo time or anything or are we just like diving right into it you'll definitely have promo time we're going to get to that in a minute i was just wanted to make sure that you were aware of everything but get comfortable and uh in a couple of hours we'll get started so uh, all right um and i guess yeah shandy will look over to nameless enforcers okay kid uh you know the drill if there comes a time we may need you but for right now uh, Moonshiner, do you want him to carry the belt for you? You feel comfortable carrying yours? Hell, that's the only thing holding my pants up. I better keep it. I assume uh, that. I assume. I assume that at the moment it is unclear. You're purposefully obfuscating who the unknown enforcer is. Yes, right? he, okay. he's supposed. He's supposed to be a uh, non-player wrestler who will eventually become a character. But for right now, he's the. Oh, he's the big, strong muscle that's always going to be fighting my bouts for the regular shows, not the pay-per-views. All right, excellent. Well, then I trust you to work that in at your leisure. Uh, so is, is his ring name actually Nameless Enforcer? Right now, because his identity is hidden, he is the Nameless Enforcer. It's like if you ever okay. play any WWE 2K game, sometimes there's that option where you say, the blank person where they'll just say a random thing. And that's what he is right now is the nameless enforcer. Cool. So who, uh, I guess it's time to ramp up for the match. I guess I should be putting on my announcer voice quickly. Um, so before uh, we do that, do we want to do three individual promos or do we all want to get together into one massive promo? Yeah. That's that's something you two mm. decide. Because if I recall, both Moonshiner and Shandy, technically our championships are part of the same wrestling promotion uh, that Lionheart's the grand champion of, isn't he? Uh, yeah, the technical diff one. What's hers called again? I'm trying to remember. Um, what? TDW? Totally in- Total Domination. Yeah, Total, total Domination. Man. Yeah, because we're, we're representing Total Domination right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's- yeah, it does make a certain amount of sense. So I, I'm in well, favor of this for it because I'd like to have the opportunity to get the advantages. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, you we can, can cut individual promos. I don't mind. Well, I'm all going to say. I was okay. say, I, I, if you all want to do an individual, it's fine. Or we could just riff off of each other. That would be fun too. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I kind of like that. 
you want to do just riff off each other, but do individuals? Yeah, we'll do individual rows on us riffing together. Okay. Just kill. Um, so, okay. Uh, you know the 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 audience uh, at home and in the arena sees the sees the the title credits for the wrestling role, and then they see the 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 that uh, that kind of like you know what happened last time sort of deal. It's like, oh yeah, the Azure Fist was was defeated. Uh, gave up their powers and uh, finally found a worthy successor to inherit the control of their mystic f- force. Um, and uh, and uh, and you know, I told the it's like uh, yeah. So and so finally, after months of preparation, it's time for another international quarterly hurt fest. This time, our new co-consuls, Comrade and Uno, have put together a titanic throwdown so that our wrestlers can show their devotion to their new rulers in order to earn the right to keep the mystic powers of the Azure Jewels that have been destroyed. Bestowed upon them, they shall fight against the greatest wrestlers from across the world. And so, without ado, let us begin. Uh, and so we cut to the uh, to the to the promo, not the promo, to the announcer box, where we say, uh, and we see a, a figure with spiked up like Pikachu hair. <laughs> nice. Um, and and it's it's and they have the look of someone that is in their thirties playing a teen. Uh, <laughs> it's like, hello there, boys and girls. I am Elector, one half of the hydrodynamic duo, the former champions of the aquatic wrestling force. Uh, now, of course, we're uh, uh, of course the hydrodynamic duo is now uh, retired from wrestling, retired champions, uh, and so I've uh, I've decided to come on down to where I cut my teeth, the International Quarterly Hurtfest, and I'm here to help out with Comrade Anuno's first match. So I'm going to be one of your announcers tonight, and they sort of gesture towards this like skybox. And we see Comrade Anuno looking down on the crowd and the rest of the say, Comrade Anuno will be observing the uh, ferocious uh, forces below uh, and ensuring that their power is rightfully earned. Uh, but uh, right now, I believe someone backstage wishes to talk to the stable uh, of our fantastic in IQH wrestlers. Uh, and so then we cut to backstage. <laughs> Who wants to cut this promo? Okay, I can. <clears throat> so you cut, uh, it cuts to Moonshiner Joe. He is like, we're doing this together, right, guys? Yeah, so it'd oh, be, yeah. let's say Moonshiner's in the center because he take because he would be the, the big man. Then you've got uh, Ryan, what was it? What was the full title again? Ryan Star. Shining, I mean, yeah, Shining, Shining Ryan, Ryan Star. Shining Ryan Star. Got it. You don't have to call him that every time, but it, it plays into his theme music. So <laughs> it's all over all the branding. Ryan or Star or Twinkle, like, if you want to insult them. <laughs> Actually, that'd be a great way to insult them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it 
as you you know get the shot of the three wrestlers moonshine right in the lead uh in the center he steps forward towards the camera and looks at it gives a mean face and goes i've come here to catch catfish and kick ass and i'm in the wrong bio ecosystem or something like that <laughs> a lot of big things have happened out here on this water like moby dick jaws jaws two jaws three Deep blue sea, <laughs> deep blue sea, Megalodon, and all have kind of things, but it's all been leading up to one thing: me, Moonshiner Joe, out on the seven seas. Oh, I only think I'm in one at this exact moment. We may drift. Who knows? But I'm here as your fist. He started some stuff back in the day, and he's just decided to poof and die. Well, you don't get out of this debt by death, I tell you what. So I'm going to go after the first SOB with his power. I think I'm going after Waverly Light, because that's the only name here that I can pronounce. And he steps back. <laughs> okay. All right. See, I am nice. rolling. Look, I guess. Oh, you look. All right. And I rode an eight. So nice. On a seven to nine, you get them to pay attention. Pick one from the list below. Okay. Uh, so you can add a stipulation to the match. You can gain momentum or you can gain heat with the subject of your promo. In this instance, I would say you're gaining heat with the entire the locker stable. room. Yeah, yeah, we're getting the locker room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no. Actually, you did name Waverlight. So I would say you yeah. gain heat with Waverlight. Sounds good. Right. Oh, and who else so did we need to call out? Was it? It was Waverlight and who else? Hexagonite, uh, Hexagonite and, and Yara. Uh, um, was there? Was there? So, <clears throat> are you picking Gain Heat? Yes. All right. Cool. So, just mark that. <clears throat> cool. And who wants to go next? I think I think I should go next because I, I feel like Shandy Isle is the big name, and it makes more sense to end on him sure. than than to end on me. Sure. All right. Uh, so Shandy's. Oh, sorry. No. It's, <laughs> Shandy's about to step forward when you put, yeah, when the shining, you know, shiny Ryan star puts a hand on Shandy goes, yeah, no, you take kid. Uh, and Ryan is in full gimmick right now, which at the moment, especially because he's on a pay-per-view means he is wearing metallic, gleaming metallic gold tights, mm. uh, with stars on the sides and this ridiculous, uh, hooded fake leather vest which I've just linked in the chat. <laughs> a hooded uh, pleather vest. Just oh. click the link. It's every bit as good as it sounds. I uh, am here for it. And, and <laughs> a pair... <laughs> yep, yep. And here's the tights. Uh, and a pair of mirrored sunglasses. And he is looking as smug as if The Miz and 1994 Shawn Michaels had a baby together. <laughs> God, you're, you're almost like a cross between Will Ospreay and, the, and Dolph Ziggler to me. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> you, grab, you grab the camera's attention, and what do you say? He dramatically pulls off the shades, grabs the mic, and says, Listen, that big dumb hillbilly has a point. <clears throat> but you've got more to worry about than people with a grudge from 20 years ago. See, to get onto this ship today... But I love it. <laughs> to get here today on this ship... I had to face my former tag team partner, Miggy, Miggy Moondust, one-on-one -on -one and stab him in the back to his face. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> yeah. And if I'm willing to do that to my friends, just imagine what I'm going to do to everybody waiting back in the locker room right now. But I do have one person back there 
who I'm really looking forward to seeing. Mm-hmm. Yara El Sharifi, I'll see you in the ring. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. And I'll roll my look for the promo. Uh, if you wanted to add any more to that, it might be useful to know that Yara used to be a swimmer and have a aquatic theme. Oh, that's a, that's a good point. Thank you. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you in the ring. It's a real good thing that you know how to swim. You're going to be taking a big old swan dive before I'm through with you. Yeah, nice, nice. And rolling look for a promo. Yeah, so 26 plus your look. That is an 11. Nice, Ooh. 10 plus, you connect with the audience. Gain plus one momentum and pick from one from the list. Okay, so you could upping my momentum. momentum, or you could gain heat, or you could add a stipulation. I think I'm going to take another momentum. I feel like we're going to be using a lot of it. <laughs> sure, cool. And, uh, and then, uh, who's up next? It'd be Shandy. Sure. Three men start this fight. Three men are going to walk away from this fight. And it ain't going to be anybody from a gem-encrusted mine to a, sol- you know, to a sea-salted stained floor. We're going to make you bleed. We're going to squeeze those gems so tight they'll bleed blood. And when we're done with you, we're going to throw you out so the sea can wash your filth away. And maybe the world as itself will complain about your garbage stinking up the ocean. We came here to, ru- to show the world that we rule this roost. You're no different. I'm going to keep my eyes out. For all of you out there, Hexamite, when you get in that ring, I'm going to make sure you leave a bloody mess. I am choosing to believe that you mispronounced Hexagonite's name on purpose. Yes. (laughs) 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 How many times did that chair shot do that brain damage? I don't know. Hexadecimal, you're in deep stuff. Uh, uh, I will get a seven. So I'm going nice. to spend a momentum to raise that up. Oh, sure. Uh, well, I mean, if you get a seven, that only... that only. No, no, I, I rolled a six, so I'm going to use one oh, of my two momentum okay. to, make it, to make it a seven. Okay, sure, sure, sure. That makes sense. Um, and then what are you going to pick? I will pick heat. Cool. And just, uh, just talk amongst yourselves backstage for a second. Okay. I, as soon as the, the the red light on the camera is off, I, I immediately turn to to Joe and go, I, I'm, "I'm sorry about the dumb hillbilly thing." Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, hell, that's fine, son. I went to Oxford. Grow right by it. <laughs> <laughs> you get them every time with that one, man. <laughs> I love it every time. All right, uh, Jimmy, that was actually one of the better promos I've done. I think those mic lessons. I've been getting from uh, Buckman. I've actually been coming out handy. Yeah, that was that was really good. Yeah, kind of a little uneasy at my stomach here on this big old boat, but I mean, it's just, I think it's pretty good. I enjoyed walking around. There's a couple of people I scared the hell out of. It really opened up the bar area pretty nicely. Really. I mean, I appreciate that one. We could actually have a meal in peace. <laughs> well, yeah, there is that. <sighs> Don't get me wrong, it's great to see the fans, and I like the fact that we have to play the bad guys here, because, you know, it's how you do when you go to another promotion, yeah. but it is, it is always kind of nice being that way sometimes. So I'm going to look over to the kid. So you got your, you got your grand entrance figured out? Yeah, Which- yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to talk to the tech team, I'm 
figure we'll do some big laser light thing, make it look all flashy. As you uh, say that, uh, a backstage member comes and says, all right, we're ready for your uh, grand entrance uh, in in five. So you'll go get, you'll get backstage. Um, and so while you've been having this conversation, we, we cut to, um, we cut to Elector. Elector's like, wow, that, those were some powerful comments being shot at our, shot at our wrestlers by these, uh, international interlopers. Um, you know, you hear the crowd cheering us, uh, uh, now you may have noticed that, uh, that the, uh, that, uh, shining, uh, Ryan Starr mentioned uh, mentioned uh, something of our new ring. Uh, now you know that this is a, a a special match. That this is a Titanic throwdown. But we haven't really mentioned what that means. And as they say that, it cuts to a wide shot. Uh, it cuts to a close up of our co consoles. Um, the towering comrade and uh, and and uh, the flamboyant Uno, and they sort of look at each other, smirk, and then nod to the camera as their eyes glow with a cheesy '90s uh, supernatural movie uh, eye glow effect that doesn't nice. really line up properly. Um, and then the camera pulls out and pans down towards the bottom of the ship, and we see uh, and we see a ring suspended by a huge uh, cables over a empty void. With uh, and then the void begins to uh, fill with water as this uh, mechanical grinding door sound. Uh, plays, and then we see uh, the comrade. Uh, we hear comrade's voice as he says, uh, "We have used the greatest of Soviet engineering to create this wrestling marvel. Uh, the ship shall open into the depths of the ocean. And should the wrestlers be thrown over the ring, they will drown and be pulled to their death. <clears throat> uh, and, uh, and then we cut back to this hole that is now full of water. Um, and we see, uh, we see the lights of the arena start to flash uh, and music sound. Who's coming out first? If I, okay. if I may, I've, yes. I've got a, I came, I've got a bit for this. Sure, go for it. <clears throat> bing, bing, bing. This match is scheduled for splashdown. Introducing first from crap. What was God damn it? I already screwed up the bit. From somewhere in America. <laughs> there we go. Ooh, we don't give a damn. Yeah, it's the international quarterly yeah. conference. We don't care about Americans. <laughs> Introducing first the shining Orion Star. Nice. And uh, the the laser light show that that Ryan asked the tech team for starts going off mm. as a a metal cover of Earth, Wind, and Fire's Shining Star starts blasting over the loudspeakers. Uh, and he he walks in with the hood up, with the mirror shades on, and everything. You know, fist pumping to the crowd. Does some dramatic turn around and point at his back stuff to point to his big logo on the back of his. 
outrageous jacket is a big silver star with big calligraphy, you know, shining Ryan star written on it. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> cool. He, he walks across the gangplank uh, and hops straight onto the turnbuckle, mugging at the crowd the whole way down before finally hopping down from the turnbuckle into the ring. Cool. Uh, that sounds like you might be trying to work the audience. I am so working the audience. All right. Well, roll me plus audience. That is a six. I'm going to spend one of my momentum to make that a seven and take a momentum back just so that I don't lose the opportunity to work the audience later. Cool. A net gain of zero audience. Uh, <laughs> wonderful. Um, and who comes out next? So there's an LED screen in the background. Mm-hmm. And you see some footage that was shot earlier with Moonshiner Joe. He's sitting there in his swim trunk showing off his grand physique. He has two little floaties just on his on his arms that are just like straining. There's a woman. She like she's holding a parasail and it blows into the water. He jumps into the water and then you see a gigantic obviously CGI shark swallow him up. <laughs> Cut. That CG, that shark is that's Hollywood, you know, Steven Spielberg South Shark is laying on the gag plank or, or the plank, and you see something squirming around on the inside. You see a fist <laughs> punching and stretching through the latex. You see a pitch, another fist punching and stretching, and finally the gigantic <laughs> jaws are lifted open, and Moonshiner Joe steps out covered in seaweed and still his swim trunks and uh, the floaties. He steps out of the shark, take, pulls out a stringer, shoves it through its mouth, and ties it up at the edge of the plank, and then walks to the ring while Hank Williams Jr.'s A Country Boy Can Survive with a edited even in a large body of water. <laughs> and he struts into the ring. Nice. Without walks, walks into the ring, looks, looks over at the nice shining star, goes, that's how you do it, youngin. <laughs> and without missing a beat, the ring announcer goes, He is accompanied by the heavyweight champion of the world, Moonshiner Joe! Hailing from Possum Holler, Kentucky! <laughs> <laughs> what a name for a place! <laughs> uh, as soon as it, as soon as uh, Moonshiner gets in the ring, the synth music starts playing as Dare to be Stupid by Weird Al hits the, hits the speakers. Woo! And oh, it, I forgot that that was yeah. a song that exists. Yeah. It's only the synth music playing. So, uh, entering in from the audience, uh, coming in from the stands himself, will be uh, Shandy, you know, Shandy standing, going down a few steps with Nameless Enforcer on both shoulders, holding up the tag team titles. And they will proceed through the through the fans, those booing him, cheering, moving through him. One guy throwing, you know, he takes the beer, swigs it, throws the empty, you know, th- throws the empty cup back at him for jumping onto the gangplank and walking across. Mm-hmm. And the nameless enforcer moves over to the non-attendance section out of the way so no one can throw stuff at him. And without missing a beat. And finally, one half of the World Tag Team Champions, Shandy Isle! Mm. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of booing and stuff coming from the crowd. Um, it seems people, people don't hate your entrances, but they're a little annoyed at how mundane they are in terms of not having a magical element. Yeah. 
boys need uh, a bigger boat. And, and and so it's actually working to make you uh, to sell that thing of oh look at these look at these upstarts they don't even have sorceress uh, powers to help them fight. <laughs> nice. Um, and so the gangplanks pull away, and above the audience seating, there's, uh, there are. There's a ring of uh, of catwalks, um, and we see the lights go up on them, and there's all of these wrestlers there. There's about 40 wrestlers uh, standing on these catwalks, and you can see that some of them are more well-lit than others. Um, there are familiar faces uh, amongst it. Um, the camera is panning around them. We see... Uh, the monstrous, uh, mighty Waverlight, a towering man covered in strange green pustules and uh, and jutting bits of gemstone sticking out of them um, that is very clearly made of foam. Uh, uh, hexagonite, uh, lit by this pinkish-purple light, uh, a... a a wiry woman uh, wearing uh, wearing some tights and having uh, pink glitter all over their face, uh, and it cuts to and we see some footage rolling as this happens. Uh, we see uh, Waverlight uh, looking to the Azure Fist, the Azure Fist nodding as uh, as Waverlight pushes this large piece of purple hexagonite. Uh, gemstone into uh, Hexagonite's uh, eye, uh, who at the time was known as uh, Pinkakume, uh, and then uh, and then uh, cuts to them uh, these two fighting together as a team, a tag team. Uh, we see uh, Dirty Claymore uh, chugging beers uh, in some jungle. Um, as they and then uh, sort of uh, and then sort of transitions to showing them standing there on top of this uh, on top of this catwalk, uh, drinking some kind of uh, cocktail. We see uh, Razor, the uh, time traveling mech pilot, stranded in our time with only their skills as a wrestler to keep them alive. <laughs> Uh, and then we see Psycho Susan, who is a surprisingly calm person for someone named Psycho Susan, because <laughs> she's not mentally ill, uh, as as some might think from that name, because we don't do that here at in, uh, at IQH. No, she's called Psycho Susan because she has psychic wrestling powers. <laughs> she is capable of wrestling only with her mind. Uh, as well as several other wrestlers, some encrusted with gems, others not. And finally, our camera pans <clears throat> to Yara, this uh, lithe, athletic um, individual uh, wearing a sports bra and some uh, and some like bike shorts. Um, they're just uh, it's just uh, a sort of a navy blue. They don't have any like adornment to them, and they just stare out across the catwalk. And then you see uh, see them point to their eyes, and then point 
to uh, to Ryan. And then they... Yeah, grab, I brought that on myself. And then from nowhere, they <laughs> grab this microphone uh, and they say uh, something in Egyptian and then uh, a translator says... Uh, and then we hear Elector say, Oh my God, such foul language from Yara. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just turning to, to Shandy and Moonshower going, do, do, do either of you speak Arabic? Uh, I don't Shand- speak a word of Arabic. Uh, Shandy will reach down, pull up a microphone, tap it a few times. Yes, and... I did say she said something in Egyptian. I do mean uh, the Egyptian... Um... Like ancient Egyptian. No, 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 no. I don't mean ancient Egyptian. I mean uh, the Egyptian dialect of Arabic mm. is more accurate to say than Egyptian. Because Egyptian is... They speak a lot of languages in Egypt. It's true. <laughs> it's also true that Egyptian Arabic is very different from Syrian Arabic, so... Uh, let's see. We've already done cut a promo, so what could we do here? Speak Arabic. Hell, I can barely speak English. <laughs> <laughs> There's no such thing as too many promos. Uh, That's fair. Uh, I I wouldn't mind cutting another promo real quick. Uh, since on. we do have know, to get to wrestling soon. Oh no, 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 this is basically just say you know, is just the call to action. Yeah. So it's just a real quick thing. So it's just hit the microphone. Some t- you know, real quick. Say, I appreciate you lot up there magically staying away from the three normal people down here but you know eventually you gotta come down and face us mortals and get your asses kicked now get out here and throw the mic down don't worry shandy i got a magic trick up my sleeve you'll see it later <laughs> all right roll the roll your roll your promo I, if it involves I, the colonel i'm very scared <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will get a seven because my work is minus one. My look is minus one, so I will get another seven. Cool. What do you? Oh, no, you should have told me. I would have cut the promo for you. No, it's fine. It, you 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 had Ryan look, so I just stand with. Okay, let the veteran. Let me take the mic. Cool. One thing I can do that you're not doing yet. Woo. All right. So what are you you're, picking? Uh, let's go with momentum because we're probably going to need that. Sure. Um, and as you say that. The camera, the the big screen shows uh, you shouting this out, and then it cuts to our co-consoles, and they place their hands, uh, a hand each, onto the Azure Jewel, this big blue piece of glass, um, and it turns red, uh, the colour of ruby, uh, as is the signature of our two new ruling sorcerers. Um, and we see the lights illuminating the uh, the the ring of wrestlers go red, and they all seem to like flex and shake like Dragon Ball Z cast members as they all start to shout and scream with power, and the whole ship shakes. And the, the from the subwoofers. Um, as this mystic tone seems to sound through the vessel, and the red light starts to fill up the uh, fill up the the crowd, um, and the and a red uh, and a smoke starts to filter in down, and the gangplanks pull away from the uh, from the ship, and then we hear uh, Uno say, "All right, you think you, you think you're so wonderful? We're gonna let you go first. Pick." Three wrestlers to come into that ring first up. Who is going to be your punisher? You, you guys want to embarrass them real quick and just call out the three guys that we got to face out? I'm, I mean, everything after that is icing on the cake. So, yeah. 
That sounds good. Forget yeah. some bitch down here. <laughs> sure. So, w- what names do you call out? So, the three named people we got to go for were Dionysus, Wavelite, Hexagonite, and Yara. Cool. And do you just say those three names? I think you know. We'll, in, yeah, our characters were called each one that we that we mocked in our promos earlier. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So we're each taking in turns to call out these three individuals. And we see the we see close ups on them and they're grinning. And then I think we see Yara jump up onto the I'm just gonna my chair's a bit squeaky. Uh mm-hmm. Yara jumps up onto the uh onto the uh handrail. Um and I think we see I think a very observant viewer can see someone clip something onto the back of them. Um, like someone's hand brushes against the back of Yara. And then we see Yara do like a swimmer's dive off the, uh, off the top of this catwalk. And they seem to slow. Um, uh, it's pretty dark and hard to see them, but they seem to slow down. And then, uh, uh, and then something like clicks and they fall and they grab the turnbuckle and then heave themselves up and land in the ring. And then uh, and then they just sort of what? at Ryan um, as we cut to uh, green smoke erupting out, uh, out of the ring um, and then hear a thud. Uh, well, you, the wrestlers on the stage, hear a thud. The audience hear nothing as they're screaming and shouting. And as the smoke clears, Waverlight is standing there, this towering, monstrous fiend um, with their green pustules and, uh, and mineral growth. And then finally, um, we see Hexagonite uh, jump off the uh, railing spin in the air and fall down, grab the railing and then like fling themselves around it and do a somersault down into the ring uh, sliding uh, along the uh, one of the one of the ropes anchoring the ring in uh, in place, sort of twirling around it and then uh, and then leaping into the ring, sort of sliding to a stop. These three individuals are standing there around you, and they sort of look to each other. Uh, and then uh, Yara kind of sneers at the other two, and then and then they uh, and then Waverlight and Hexagonite nod. Uh, and there seems to be an accord. Um, you three will be. Uh, I'm. I think you three should begin with control. I think. Hang on. Let's go down and look at the mechanics for um, this type of um, basic. Um, so, whenever a player makes the wrestling move, replace the normal results with this one. So, when you make a wrestling move, you instead uh, use the results table for in the wrangle. But other than that, the wrestling move is the same. Like, you still choose mm-hmm. how you make it the same. Um, so, I'm actually going to copy this text down. Um, creative can introduce new competitors whenever they feel like it's appropriate. Um, if the wrestler who is booked to win is about to get dumped out, creative should reveal the finish early, uh, but finish playing out the match. Cool. Um, all right, so let's just copy the wrangles. 
uh, results table over here. See, just make it brighter, and then we'll scroll back up to normal wrestling. So, uh, who wants to make the first move? I'll do it if no one else wants to, or has anything ready to go. If you have an idea, go for it. Sure. Yeah. I I think collectively, the moment the last person gets on, as they're doing that leer to each other, uh, all three of us have rushed them and start punt, you know, start just fighting them. Yeah. The, yeah. Just like immediately, just ah! so the quick break is as Ryan and uh, Moonshine take theirs off the side. Shandy starts going off against uh, Hexamite, and let's see here. I will make a put over roll. So I roll for work and see if I can both put himself and myself over. <laughs> Of course. So I roll two ones, and I have a plus three in work, so that's a five. So Is it worth spending two momentum? Well, the nice thing is, because I'm a veteran, I have veteran instincts, so I already so I gained an additional momentum when we started the match. Cool. So I'm at three, so I'm going to spend the two taking me down to one mm-hmm. to get a seven. <laughs> Alright, so on a seven to nine, um, uh, you can either retain control of the match and pick the next entrant, or uh, you can work with someone else to throw an opponent over the top. I will choose well, opponent the- in this instance a teammate. So I can have it up. So I can have a teammate throw somebody over, all right? Or a te- uh, one work of my teammates with a teammate. Okay. Uh, then in that case, I'll eliminate uh, hex uh, might by doing a. Uh, Irish whip into the ropes, and as he's coming back to do a clothesline, I'm going to have I'm going to do a pop up, you know, throw him up in the air, and then, unbeknownst to him, but we staged it this way, Moonshine's going to come in with an overarm and throw him out. Mm. Cool. So you you throw them uh, out of the ring, and they splash down into the water, screaming the whole way as they fall. <coughs> suddenly silent um but uh in that confusion um was it moonshine that kicked them out yeah yeah did, basically did a moonshine which of which of them were you fighting that uh that now has an opportunity to uh to put the herd on i say it would be wave yeah so uh as you uh, you two sort of are so triumphant about winning. Uh, Waverlight just is standing behind you, and we hear Electra say, Waverlight does not look happy that their protege, their their thrall, has been tossed from the match. And we just see uh, Waverlight bring two, raise two fists above their head and bring them down to smash you, uh, knocking... Uh, Moonshider out of the way. Um, who is the next in uh, in Waverlight's carnage? Uh, if he's staring down Moonshiner and Shandy, uh, if he's knocked Moonshi- uh, Moonshiner aside, he might as well just focus on Shandy. Sure. So how does Shandy try to defend Moonshiner? Uh, as the guy's going back up, uh, Shandy will grab for both fists and being the guy is probably a monster, starts to just do the whole throw Shandy over, but Shandy's gonna do a mock hurricane run, a spin the guy down, and get him into an armbar. 
Yeah, so as you try to spin him down, he just resists your action. Um, and as he is resisting, um, he sort of like pulls his arms aside and breaks off from you. And then I will return the control to your side. Ah! And he goes flying in the center of the ring. Yeah. Mm. Who wants to? Who would like to take the lead here? Uh, I wouldn't mind. Sure. Okay. So, uh, fine. what are you doing? So I, I'm squaring off with Yara over in the corner, uh, and knowing that they're stronger and quicker and a more accomplished athlete than I am, uh, I'm trying to uh, avoid contact. Yeah. Un- un- unless it's going to be on my terms, uh, which means I'd, I'd like to make a roll on one of my uh, gimmick moves. Always learning. Sure. When you work a match with someone you know is better than you, roll plus work. Sure. Uh, that is a seven. On a seven to nine, I pick one of gain a momentum, gain a heat, or gain their respect. Uh, I think I'm taking a heat. Uh, and what would my starting heat be? So is this going from zero to one or from one to two? I think your starting heat is... Didn't you call out Yara? I did, but I took a momentum. Ah, right. Well, then, yes, starting heat would be zero. Okay, so I'll go up to plus one. Mm-hmm. Okay. That helps. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. And uh, so there, there's going to be a lot of back and forth there yeah. until uh, I think the big spot in, in this cat and mouse game will actually be Ryan like doing a springboard off of the, the ropes to get away from Yara. Yeah. To get to the middle of the ring and try and cut off uh, Wave of Light during his rampage. Yeah, so you disengage from Yara, and we can, and the audience can already see Yara is starting to get tired. Um, just trying to close the gap on you was a bit hard, uh, and now uh, she needs to cross the uh, cross the uh, match. And we hear we hear her like to say, "I can't believe this! It seems like Yara is running out of steam. The powers of." The powers of the Azure Jewel seem to be uh, seem to be affecting her. I I don't know if she's going to be able to hold out. Um, and then you come at Waverlight, and what do you do to Waverlight to make him notice you? Um, I I think I would like to like do a, do a, a low tackle and clip his knees. Sure. So that sounds like. Um, could be, could be, hmm, I don't know. What do we think this is? If you work with your opponent to execute an amazing and memorable sequence. Mm, I don't think it's that one. It's, I th- I'm feeling work or power at the moment. Well, that's the same stat for me. They're both zero. So <laughs> whichever one it is, I'm doing it. Well, <laughs> are you tr- so are you- is, it, is it difficult and demanding or is it legit risk? Um, I, I think. I think this is legit risk. If if I screw this up, one of us is not going to be happy. <laughs> sure. All right. In that case, power. I'd be much better off doing something involving look, but under the circumstances, yeah. cutting him off yeah. on his a run signature move sense. or something that demonstrates your character would be a good way to use look. Oh yeah, I'll I'll be getting to that at some point. Cool. All right, roll. Uh, that's a seven. On a seven to nine, pick one. You can either work with uh. A teammate to uh, throw someone over the top of the rope, but then they take control of the match, or you can uh, retain control. 
Mm. So that doesn't mean... So if you retain control, that doesn't mean that your thing isn't effective. It just means that it didn't throw them out of the ring. It's still, like... It still fucked them up. So, like, are, uh, remind me, are both Moonshiner and Shandy on the ground right Yes. Uh, they're probably getting up because you two have narrative... Yeah, well, so you... Actually, it occurs to me, you have narrative control at the moment. So that's you decide true. what they're doing. Yep. that That is fair. So... Between and you might uh, and and a way you might do that is you might ask those players what are you doing while I'm doing this? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So Shandy, you you said that you had uh, fallen to the mat in the middle of the ring, right? Yep, acting like the guy had thrown me off his arm with like little ease. Right, and I'm swooping in to try to keep him from from descending on you with a flurry of violence. Uh, Moonshiner, what are you doing in the time that we've bought for you? All right. In the time that uh, you know, I've stood up, I've ran up to wave, and I have like we're just doing that that like exchanging blows. Like he punches me, I punch him. He punches me, I punch him. It's just like a nonstop uh, flurry. Perfect. In that case, I think I'm going to use my nine to need to work with someone to throw an opponent over the top. They're going back and forth and back and forth and just huge hard hitting blow, reel back, huge hard hitting blow, reel back. Then I come in. Clip wave in the back of the leg. He goes down onto one knee, and Moonshine takes that cha- opportunity to grab him and just gorilla press him off of the side. Nice. And then I think we hear from the skybox, we hear uh, Comrade say, I knew we couldn't trust Azure Fist's flunkies. Uh, and then we see, uh, I think we see, I think we see. Psycho Susan come into the match because I really want to see what psychic wrestling looks like. <laughs> oh no! I I, I know I exactly what practicing do. your pantomime. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'll, I'll link something in the chat in a minute, but let's keep going. So I think we see. I think we hear like cellos and violins play discordant music as we see Psycho Susan lowering down into the ring on very excellent wire work uh, obscured by red mists um, and she lands in the middle of the ring and the smoke grow uh, and the lights flicker um, so that she has time to remove her wires um, and then uh, and then she's standing there in the middle of the ring and we see her like put her hands either side of her head kind of like um, you know that one Dragon Ball Z character yep. <laughs> in the middle of his head kind of like that yep. looking and they're looking towards you um, and uh, and they're gonna try and push uh, push you. Uh, back into the ring, the three of you. They're going to try and push you back into the into the turnbuckle. So is this going to be a roll look kind of thing? When I'm going to go players? with roll look, and even though normally you wouldn't roll in Powered by the Apocalypse, I recently saw an article from Vincent Baker, who wrote Apocalypse World, who said that uh, he doesn't know why other Powered by the Apocalypse writers don't roll. Um, in their games, because that worked for Apocalypse World, but it's not necessarily true for your own game. And so taking Vincent's advice, uh, I'm going to roll. This is the first actual play I've been involved in. It had a work slided page. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, that's an eight. So seven to nine. uh, 
they need to work with someone. Hmm, or they retain control. I think it's more inter- uh, mm, mm, retain control of the magic extension. I'm interested to give you all back control. So, I think that they push you back, and then Yara comes from uh, comes from out of nowhere, uh, seemingly using the last of their strength. Uh, or, or calling on an unseen reserve, I suppose, to come close, and uh, and we hear uh, Electa say, "Oh, oh my goodness! It looks like Yara's found enough strength to go for the butterfly body grip." And we see Yara's two arms like come over, like she's doing uh, uh, doing some kind of butterfly stroke, and then they grab one of you. One of you is getting thrown out of the ring. Who is it? I can only assume it's me. I mean, I've been antagonizing Yara since I got here. Well, it's up to the three of you, which you think is going to be the most interesting play. Uh, If I may, uh, between the three of us, I had an idea for if we could roll, if we we roll, we do an elimination. It's all three of us that eliminates them. Mm -hmm. So it it would be, say, Yara's coming in, clothesline from me. Uh, gets back up like that was nothing. Then from the turnbuckle shoots uh, Ryan, who n- hits him with a double, you know, double, uh, double kick. Right. Okay. I understand the confusion here. So I got, I, I I'm choosing. They mm-hmm. need okay. to work that. that okay. Psycho Susan needs to work with Yara in order mm-hmm. to eliminate one of you. Oh, okay. So yeah, uh, I'm if... giving. I'm letting you, the players, choose okay. who gets eliminated now. Okay. And I mean, uh, you can always break the rules of the match later and come back in. Like, whatever. I don't care. I mean, I, what <laughs> I, what we, well, if anyone has momentum, we could choose to just interrupt. And as they're trying to yeah. eliminate us, we break, we steal the spot. Oh. And just eliminate them. oh. Yeah. Oh. I've got, I've got three momentum. I haven't actually spent any of it yet. I've well, taken, then, uh, I've taken out two people. I feel like I feel like Moonshiner Joe is a target, and I kind of like what was suggested earlier about uh, maybe coming back and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, remember I told you I had something up my sleeve. Okay, yeah, it's me. You want to so, be eliminated? I'll be eliminated, but yeah. don't be surprised if you know. Yeah, cool. So Yara grabs you and is like crushing your ribs, um, and then they sort of like pull their hands apart, and we see like a flashing light. Um, and a spotlight of, like, blue and green strobing light is shone on you. Uh, and you know that this means uh, within the that, that you are meant to be behaving in such a way like your soul is being ripped from your body. Okay. Now, I do want to point out, just to make sure you know you have the option, it says that uh, we can spend one momentum to use the interrupt move to avoid elimination. Hmm. I got an idea. I'm cool. I appreciate it. I'm also a heel. I could pretty much roll, spin a point, and then, hey, you know what you planned? Nuh-uh. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but no, it's, I got something in mind. So, yeah. yeah. So how do right, you cool. do this and then fall out of the ring, I guess? <laughs> okay, so I do my... I'm a, I just, out of curiosity, I want to see how well I make this look. So I'm going to roll look. I have zero in it. And apparently, I'm a Shakespearean actor because I wrote it again. <laughs> <laughs> so you really sell it, yeah. So, like, you know, it's like I'm reaching into myself, trying to hold my, like, I'm kind of doubling over in the ring, and then I'm like, I sling my arms out, like I'm trying to grab my soul, and I and like this movement, this battle keeps going further and further until finally, as I near the edge of the ropes, I throw my hands open wide and fall over backwards. 
and you splash into the water. Yeah, something um, is. I'm heard saying something like, but the the announcers can't pick it up. What did he say? Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, two gone. Brilliant. The the loan from the colonel <laughs> off the side. <laughs> awesome. Brilliant. Yeah, cut backstage to the colonel looking concerned. <laughs> just, just the hard cam, just the colonel just staring at the screen. Just a close-up <laughs> on a chicken's eye. <laughs> a little tear trickles I think the crowd gasps at the amazing display. Um and now Oh, pl- please tell me that the please tell me that commentary is putting over the chicken. Like oh, oh look at look at the pain and, and anguish. In the chicken's eyes, this chicken is, is dealing with such great loss. This is going to raise so many questions back home. Will the colonel take up the mantle and deceit <laughs> Moonshiner colonel. I can't wait for my next IQH character to be a man in a chicken suit claiming to be the colonel from a timeline in the future. <laughs> What's best about that is it's a man. It, it's going to have to be a man in a chicken suit in a hillbilly suit. <laughs> it's like I did it for you, Pa. <laughs> I trained all my life. <laughs> oh, I love it. Like a, you got like a montage from like the original Ninja Turtle movie, like where Splinter's doing mimicking his master's moves in his cage, and you have this little chicken doing that. <laughs> so, it's beautiful uh, so we return control to you two um, yes uh, as uh, as uh, as Yara's like heaving at the edge of the of the uh, of the uh, ring and we see uh, Psycho Susan sort of like dancing with their arms moving in like mystic poses I guess um, and we can hear this like discordant music playing um, as they seem to be uh, attempting something. But y'all have narrative control, so what happens next? Mm. Do we want to try and eliminate uh, Psycho Susan or Yara? Well, I I think I personally benefit more if we eliminate Yara, but I think it makes better narrative if we can't continue as long as psycho susan is in the ring so i leave it up to you let's yeah let's deal with the susan aspect because we could do that make a good narrative with that so yeah. then uh you acted i'll i'll take up this one okay all right so so i'll i'll be uh i'll be selling the psychic onslaught and flopping like a fish in the corner uh, uh, is she still floating uh, above the ring, or just above, or is she? In no, the she's she's in the ring because it would be dangerous to have her still on wires. All right, uh, then Shandy will make a uh, pained dash towards her as her psychic powers are tossing him, uh, making him fall, but you know, still rushing towards her until. Uh, it appears he's able to somehow fight through the pain, uh, get her and get her up on his shoulders cool. into a, into a fireman's carry. And she's going, what? How dare you? And he's going to do a, uh, not copywritten adjustment of attitudes. <laughs> a personality changer. There we go. A per- the personality changer. A, a temperament tempter. <laughs> uh, so a mood modifier. 
<laughs> the mood modifier. There it is. <laughs> the ambient. Mood. The ambient. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, with my bonuses, I roll a six. Uh, assuming I can roll for work, that'll be a nine. Nice. So Elector, uh, Elector up in the box like, oh my god, he's given her the mood modifier. Uh, let's see. Uh, <clears throat> rolling on the the match specific rules. Does that mean I can eliminate? Yes. Okay. So with a seven and nine on uh, the wrangle, you can um, take her out and lose control, or you can retain control and pick the next entrant. I will lose control, but take her out so that way freeing us from the pain we've been experiencing. Excellent. Uh, so I will. How do you, the two of you, work together to get rid of Psycho? Uh, Ryan. So I think uh, once Susan is in the grip of of the uh, mood Perfect. modifier, uh, I I make a big show of like suddenly stopping flailing on the ground and 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 do a big kip up. Yes, I'm revitalized because I'm not having my brain scrambled anymore. And uh, were were you dumping her onto the apron or or just into the ring and then? Uh, let's uh, let's say I'm getting her up. Uh, do a quick spin and slap her down at the uh, south end of the ring. Uh, south end of the ring. So it'd be a kind of a half charge for you to get to her. Okay. Um. So I'm I'm thinking. Uh, after getting up and and showing that yes, I'm I'm renewed. Uh, just a, a running drop kick. Go. So Excellent. you know when she's off balance from from this big finishing move, just drop kick, knock her off. Yeah, nice. So you like drop kick her out of the out of the ring, and she flies into the water and disappears. Um, and then uh, and then we have uh, we have uh, Yaro standing there, heaving, uh, desperate for power, and she reaches up towards. Uh, the skybox, and then we see uh, we on the big screen. We see uh, we see the co-console sort of like smile, almost like almost like a like parents being like, "Yes, you did very well." Okay, and then uh, and then two uh, wrestlers who you can't quite recall the names of uh, grab ropes um, and swing into the ring. Um, one of them has swords that seem to wibble wobble a bit as they twirl <laughs> them around themselves, and the other one uh, is dressed like an MMA fighter. You do remember the routine, but you just can't quite remember their names. <laughs> that is fine. As um, they, as they, uh, sorry to interrupt. As they land in, Shandy will quite audibly shout, "God damn helicopter parents!" <laughs> nice. On the subject of interrupting, I would like to spend a momentum and interrupt Yara. Nice. Uh, I'm going to take advantage of her uh, dropping, dropping her guard and throwing arms out to turn around from this drop kick and uh, use my signature supernova super super kick to try to just knock her out of the ring. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. You've got an interrupt, so go for it. Uh, what are you rolling with? Look, yeah, look. Uh, yeah, it's your signature. Oof. Um. So that is unsuccessful. Um. But let's see here. My choices are spend. Okay. 
So that's a six. Yeah, it's a six. Um, So I could spend one momentum to make it a seven. Otherwise, I'll, on a botch, you're taking over the top rope, spend a momentum to stay in the ring, or get down. No, no, no. On a botch, you get taken to the top rope. You can spend one, one momentum to stay in the ring, or you get dumped out and gain heat with whoever dumped you. So I. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm just going to spend the momentum to turn it into a 7 to 9. Sure. So on a 7 to 9, pick one. Um, da, da, da. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to uh, try to eliminate Yara. Sure. So I'm going to say you you throw them out of the ring and they grip hold of the rope. Um, and we see that red light shine on them and it starts to pulse. Um, how does someone help you get rid of them? Oh, as they're, you know, as they clinch the ropes, Sandy starts making a beeline for him. So the two wrestlers that just came in uh, turn around to see him. He knocks them down momentarily before rushing over and doing a and just ramming him uh ramming yara with his elbow just knocking him off the rope yeah and yara flies back into the water like screaming as they fall reaching up towards you and splash down and we uh and we can see them uh fall under the waves despite their strong swimming ability (laughs) so here is a question Mm -hmm. yeah Earlier, I cut a promo where I said, I'm looking forward to facing you because you're going to take a big old dive into the water out of that ring. Yeah. I I have a move from the Golden Boy. I am the future. When you keep a promise or follow up through on a threat you've made on camera, Mm -hmm. roll plus look. Yeah, go for it. Awesome. (laughs) Well thought out, man. That is an eight. Uh, So on an eight, I pick one. I'm going to pick gain two momentum. Sweet. Yeah, and I think we—I think on the big screen we see that video roll uh, <laughs> of you saying that, and then big old swan dive out of that ring. Yeah, and then like cuts to a close-up of you like leering over the ring down into the waters as the other two wrestlers give you plenty of time to finish uh, your your work as they get up off the ground all woozy. Yeah, uh, and I think, uh, and I think it. First, our MMA fighter flies towards you. Oh um, yeah, I'm I'm leaving myself wide open. <laughs> they land. A ki- they do land a kick, but I want to know how uh, Ryan uh, takes the kick without being knocked out of the ring. Uh, so I'm picturing Ryan showboating by like grabbing onto the top rope with both hands, mm-hmm. with one foot like up on the middle rope. And, and just shouting down over the edge. Yeah, I told you that was what was going to happen. Uh, this MMA fighter comes up behind Ryan and like a knee to the back or something, flipping him over the top rope, but he's still holding on. Mm, yeah. Okay, cool. And just sort of dangling there. And then I think uh, our sword boy um, twirling their swords comes in towards Shandy to try and separate the two of you. Um, and... And he's uh, he's smacking his swords against you, and they're leaving uh, red bloody marks on you because you know these are very well made props because we don't uh, yep. we don't sting here on that. Uh, and they're cutting you to ribbons. Ah, ah, ah. How do you sell it? Uh, I'm selling it as I'm trying to guard myself. The cuts happen. I'm loot, and I just keep 
start to go down. I start backing up, but I keep, you know, stumbling just like, ah, ah, sh- ah, like he's actually cutting me to ribbons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, they sort of like twirl their blades up into the air and then they like fling their uh, arms wide and the swords fly off the uh, off the ring. And then like the lights go down for a second uh, and then uh, and then come back up and they're holding this huge like uh, scimitar above their head now with two hands because we're fucking here for theatrics at IQH uh, and they're going to bring it down on you how do you survive at the last minute uh, at you know as the lights go down Shandy just beforehand has lifted his hands has lifted his hands up uh, as if he's trying to come down put him in a boxer uh, stance lights go down that's the cue mm-hmm. unbeknownst to everybody the nameless enforcer at that queue has started to run across the tight the ropes holding up the ring. Mm-hmm. And as the lights come up, as the scimitar is going up, on the turnbuckle, jumping off to do a Superman uh mega punch is the nameless enforcer. Mm-hmm. And I he- I think we hear Electa say, Oh my goodness, who's this from outside the ring? It's the nameless enforcer! And he just fucking socks this guy in the face. <laughs> Uh, the dude goes down, his sword clatters, uh, and he's just crawling towards the edge of the ring. Um, and I think then our MMA guy sort of twirls around and goes for like a, like a, a very dramatic yet slow roundhouse kick to Ryan. Um, and uh, they're going to try and roundhouse kick you out of the ring. Um and let's see how that role plays out. This is their signature. Um, this is their signature kick. What is it called? What is it called? Ah, yes. The dr- the it is called the Dragonfire Spinning Crane Spinebuster. Um, well then, Elector announcing that. Oh my God! He's going for the Dragonfire Spinning Crane Spinebuster. I don't know. If this young upstart can survive. Um, however, you do. Uh, and you take narrative control. Um, as, you, uh, as, uh, as you overcome the Dragonfire Spinning Crane Spinebuster. How do you do that? Ooh. Okay. So. Oh, I know what I'd like to do. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm dangling like a fish from this top rope. I've got this big dragonfire spinning crane kick coming at me. Uh, I would like to flip myself back over the top rope so that the kick misses. Sure. And, uh, like, land... Well, I don't know. That might be too athletic. I do only have a work of zero. So since I'm not sure I can actually propel myself past my opponent, I think I'll just counter with a head scissors and use that to get myself back in the ring. Sure. Yeah, no, that works. And now you have narrative control, so where do we go from here? Excellent. Um, So Shandy and the Nameless Enforcer are over on one side Mm -hmm. with this guy with the swords, right? Yeah. Well, sword. Sword. His sword is separated from him now. Yep. Um, If you don't have anything, uh, I was going to roll uh, one of Shandy's Shandy's specific moves called uh, Sympathy. Uh, sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if okay. you have an idea, I'm I'm happy to give you control. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Yep. So uh, it's 
Orion starts to battle, you know, battle away against the shoot fighter. The nameless enforcer now is uh, holding back the sword wielder, uh, but Shandy is going to be selling the 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 cut, you know, the the blade wounds he's suffering from, and just kind of stumble and uh, breathing heavily, just kind of uh, laid, you know, stumble onto the mat like he's he can't really do anything. So sympathetic is roll plus work instead of audience. Uh, Mm-hmm. When you make a uh, work the audience move, so I'm technically working the audience. Sure. So um, that's I rolled a seven plus my work is a three, so that's ten. Damn. Nice. Okay. So work the audience. You used to be a jobber. Um, you work the audience. You got a ten. Ten. You get them on your side. You gain two momentum. Sweet. These people feel for your plight. You know they're here Maybe. for it. Maybe supernatural powers give our men an unfair advantage. Maybe, maybe these <laughs> people have taken some of the Azure Fist's power. Uh, maybe they are avatars of our fallen god of wrestling. Ooh. Uh, maybe, Ooh. The, maybe that's why this individual. And I think, oh, I think on the screen um, we see juxtapose. We see this clip of. We see you. Like, uh, enduring these wounds, and then it, like, sort of fades, and Electra's like, this is an amazing, beautiful display of, of just, of just pure heart. And it sort of cuts to this early clip of the Azure Fist, um, fighting, uh, against, uh, Axe Attack in the 80s. <laughs> um... And he and and Azure Fist is bleeding, and we see him reach down and pick up uh, his uh, his signature gem encrusted knuckle dusters, uh, and you see him shake his head. And then we cut back to Shandy, uh, uh, weeping these uh, these wounds, weeping. What do you do? Take uh, yep. What do you uh, do? <laughs> he grits his teeth. Um, Slams down his right fist first, steadies himself wobbly f- before putting down the the left fist. Gets up and makes a beeline for the. Uh, let's see here. Hang on. He'll make a beeline for the swordsman who is holding his own against, if not be- besting, uh, the nameless enforcer. Yeah. Uh, before making a beat. Uh, just trying to clothesline, you know, clothesline him, and gonna see if he can't try to eliminate him. Just a mad burst of super, you know, just like power, just from nowhere. Uh, let's see here. So normally I try to make it be a work, but this one is playing off the whole uh, getting up and overpowering somebody. I'm gonna roll for power. Sure. Uh, let's see here. I will roll a five, and I'll spend the two momentum I got uh, to raise it up to a seven. Nice. I roll it a plus zero. So that'd be, uh, if I recall, you said it would be a seven to nine is eliminate somebody, but with the help of a, a, another wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. So then it'll be Shandy knocking uh, the swordsman over the rope, but failing to do so as the guy... Holds on, uh, Shandy looking horrified that his burst, you know, that the last bit of energy that he had just fails. Guys up there, ha ha, when a uh, heel kick from the mysterious, from the mystery, uh, nameless enforcer uh, just nails him, sending him sprawling to the depths below. Nice. Uh, quick, quick question here: Have all of the 
recipients of the Azure Fist power, have they all been eliminated yet? Uh, no, there are other member uh, members that have the Azure Fist power. Those two were just the that came in before were just the most notable. Okay, yeah, but we eliminated the three we had to call out. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to think of like what I my next little move. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, you could call out the Coke consoles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you just throw something out there. I have some. I have you know, whenever it's convenient. I mean, I, I'm happy to sit here and enjoy. I just don't feel like I can be a guest commentator as I'm floating in Davy Jones's locker. Well, I do. Think I mean, that, I do. Well, certainly not as Moonshiner I Joe. Do think that we. Uh, I do think that we look up at the at the clock above hand, the timer. Um, running down, and we hear Elector say, oh my goodness, I completely forgot to check the timer. There's only so little time left. Um, if, if, uh, if our, if our, uh, if our uh, stable can't defeat uh, these interlopers in the next 90 seconds, then, then I don't know what our co-consoles are going to do. We might see mass uh, cuttings of uh, of wrestlers from the league, this could create a, a power imbalance. Who will lose the blessing of the Azure Jewel? Who will the co-consoles ke- uh, allow to keep it? Especially if the winners of this match turn out to be foreign interlopers. <laughs> we are drawing to a close. Um, uh, the match is meant to end with y'all winning so that... Uh, the so that creative can set up a whole new like uh narrative arc for the league where we okay. have 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 so that we can have some uh, underdogs trying to take the the power of the azure jewel and we have the loyalists uh defending their power okay nice we're, we're making way for a, a new wave i get it yeah sweet so all right show me how you win and do it with <clears throat> dramatic flair Oh, <laughs> and perhaps a mystic edge. Ooh. Oh, I, uh, go ahead, Adam. You haven't said a whole lot. No, just like just uh, throw someone in the ring for me on this one. Here, I got something for you. And like, who's in? The, yeah, who's the enemy? Sure. So, who did you guys just throw out? I we threw out the swordsman, leaving the shoot fighter. Yeah. So yeah. We have, we have our MMA dude still here. I think. Let's bring in. I think we see Razor. Um, jump into the ring with their bionic arm and their <laughs> bionic legs um, and their bionic hair, which is just a, a silver dreadnought. <laughs> silver hawks. Um, and then I think we see. Um, I think we see. Do I still have that big list of gemstones up? I'm sorry, bionic hair. Yeah, bionic. Hair. <laughs> You know bionic hair. <laughs> You've seen bionic hair go, before, go. surely. Oh my god, yes, I have, actually. Go, 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 go. Go, go, gadget, gadget bangs. <laughs> they're, 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 wearing, they're wearing cyber locks, aren't they? <laughs> yes, very similar. Um, I think we then see... Give me a letter. Q. Q. Gemstones that start with Q. Quartz? I don't know if there are any. There, it's pretty much quartz and quartz <laughs> derivatives. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know the name escaped. That's okay. Ooh, what's rock crystal? 
It's other than a great name rock for crystal. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Rock crystal. When you click on rock crystal, rock crystal, it just links to quartz. So, <laughs> not rock crystal. Oh, quartz is the ancient evil that's been lurking behind corrupting the edge. No, I'm just throwing it in. <laughs> that's, that's that's all right. That's that's not terrible. Apparently, if, flint is a type of quartz. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't either. That is very weird. All right, give me a different letter. Quartz. M. I messed this one up. Go. <laughs> What M? There's got to be something under M. There's a lot under M. Um, what do we got here? Let's see. We're talking about stones. I think malachite is a stone. Malachite is a stone. You are correct. What's magnesite? Magnesite kind of looks like gold quartz, which is interesting. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. So moissanite jumps in. And Moissanite is a bit of a jokester, a prankster. <laughs> um, they're covered in like a black metallic body paint head to toe and their eyes are like uh, uh, pretty large uh, and, they've got, uh, and they've got kind of like teased out hair and they jump into the ring um, and, they're, and, and, uh, and they're sort of like doing backflips and cartwheels um, <laughs> And uh, and one of them just puts a hand on your uh, put your. If you've ever seen, you might have seen a clip of this dude like a boxer like dancing around, and then he just sort of like lightly pops this guy in the face. It's <laughs> sort of like that. He's uh, Moissanite is just sort of like moving around the ring, and then he just like walks up to Shandy and he gives him a light slap on the face, and then he like shuffles away, and then he shuffles back up, and then he sort of like taps you on the chest, and it's. It's not, it's, it's, it's not hurting you, but it's insulting you. <laughs> it's infuriating that this little pipsqueak thinks they can win a fight by giving you little love taps. And then he sort of like dances around you and then he dances back and then he like backhands you <laughs> in the face. He's bizarro world me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think all the while this is happening, we see we see uh, Razor like twisting knobs on their arm, and then their arm like rockets back, elbow cocked, and then they sort of like get their hand up, and they've sort of made like an L shape with their left hand, like it's some kind of targeting thing, and they're like trying to line you up so that they can hit you with their rocket propelled fist. Mm. <laughs> if is this a good time for me to uh, jump for in? It. All right. So as you as the scene unfo and unfolds, like both wrestlers are are like waylaying into the um, the outsiders. Uh, things are looking real grim. Like poor Shandy, he's <laughs> he's more blood than man right now, which really is impossible if you think about it. But we'll keep going with that. It's a good and. Line. Things, things are looking horrible, grim. And then all of a sudden, the lights start flickering, and then it's complete darkness. On the screen, you see you see a flashback. You see footage of when the Azure Fist first fought Moonshiner Joe. You see, you see both of them engaged in just this mortal combat. You see Azure Fist 
beat Moonshiner Joe. You see, after everything ends, you see, and like the cameras are turning away, you see the Azure Fish extend his hand to Moonshiner Joe and pull him up. You see them in a locker room sitting next to the bench, on a bench, not next to a bench, uh, and Azure Fist hands over something and drops it in Moonshiner Joe's hand, and he says, you'll know when the time is right. You flash forward to the match that was just going on. As Moonshiner Joe was falling out of the ring, he looks towards the other wrestlers. He goes, wrestle, you fools! And then he falls over <laughs> into the abyss. Yes, you see where this is going. Like, I can't great. wait for Moonshiner Joe the White. <laughs> Moonshiner Joe the White Lightning. Oh, lightning oh, flashes. He's he's it, like if lights click back on after the strobe effect. There's just a hulking figure in a white robe. He throws it off. His beard is white. His hair is white. His chicken in the dressing room is white for some reason as well. But we're not going to dwell on that. <laughs> And I'm going to go ahead and start with, since I'm a heel, I can do illegal moves anyway. I'm going to start with my magic trick. He reaches into a bag that he has, throws a bag to the side, grabs a magic eight ball, and he asks, he goes, uh, should I hit them? And the eight ball says, sources say yes. And he is going to throw <laughs> the eight ball into the cyborg's face. <laughs> nice. Brilliant. So, so, what the hell do I roll for that? that definitely <laughs> plus look for me. All right. I mean, see. if you're rolling at all, or or is this the heel move where you're where you spend two momentum and just make something happen? You know what? That was such a great introduction. I will spend two momentum. Just it. it so let it be written. So let it be done. Yeah. Brilliant. So you. <laughs> Peg this fucking eight ball and it smacks the cyborg in the head and the hand goes down and as the hand drops you see their mechanical fist shoot up uh, and lock straight and then they sort of like turn around to you and their arms like locked out straight now and they're trying to like smack at you with it because uh, it's going to take time before they can reset for their dramatic punch <laughs> nice what do you do with your newfound mystic power I will do a feat of strength. So right. I will walk over, grab him by the arm, sling him up, <laughs> and I am a going a woman. I'm, I apologize. Uh, I will grab the grab her, pick her up over me, over me, over my shoulders like a bench press, mm -hmm. and I will just bench press, attempt to bench press, toss her out of the ring. Right. And I haven't mentioned this yet, but I have a three in strength. So, right. and I have rode. A 14. Nice. So, so, like, supernaturally high, uh, weightless, effortlessly mm -hmm. tosses out. Yeah, and as, as you throw her, like, the white strobe is flashing on her and lightning plays on the screens <laughs> and thunder sounds through the thing. The crowd is going off. It's like the return of the Azure Fist. People are fucking going wild. Like, people are remembering when the Azure Fist was just this, like, minor gimmick 
character who had like some rhinestones in their face and then there was that one match where they got killed and then next season they came back with all these sorcerous powers and that was the beginning of the true rise of uh of the international quarterly hurt fest when it turned from this kind of boring gimmicky thing into this supernatural wrestling phenomena uh, and it's just like that all over again as you throw them out of the ring. What are you going to pick for your feet of strength? Oh, uh, I thought the feet of strength was when I actually just bench pressed them over. But well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so, the outcome. If strength is not a wrestling move, I am allowing it to count okay. as throwing them out. But I want okay. you to you have to pick one off of the ten options. So you can either do it easily and gain plus two momentum, or impress your opponent and gain plus one heat with them. I think I'll. Um, do it uh, gain plus one heat I'll do that cool. with my opponent Thanks. so you throw this person out and you gain heat with uh, the international quarterly hurt fest I suppose which will be useful when I fight you next time with an international <laughs> quarterly hurt fest character okay I can't wait to just send like streams and streams of wrestlers to try and take <laughs> your power from you like you don't deserve it it's gonna be like the number two headband in uh, in Afro Samurai. I can't def- I can't defeat the co consoles until I take your power. Awesome! Nice. Uh, so, um, you gain heat with the International Quarterly Hurt Fest as the as the swordsman dude. Like he just abandons trying to get his scimitar, and he just uh, no wait yes, and he like charges towards you. Um, and uh, and our um. No, the swordsman was tossed out, wasn't he? Yes. Yes. So not. I don't know what we did with the sword, though. The sword is still in the ring. I remember that part. No, we see we see the MMA guy like spin to try and like clock you with his fist. What do you do? (laughs) What do you all as a team do? As you've got the weird fucking jokester gem dude who's got a body made of gemstones apparently who's just sort of slapping shandy about and being like come on can't you hit me i'm just a i'm just a little tiny boy you can't fight me oh look at you you can't fight oh somebody doesn't know how to fight okay (laughs) so i have an i have an idea but it sounds like so does shandy let's Um, hear your idea first my idea was to call out the the clown uh, and challenge him to a breakdance fight to free you up to do something useful. I mean, you've got <laughs> 60 seconds, so... <laughs> well, okay, uh, my idea was, if we have to eliminate this guy, and it's all of us, I say we do a massive uh, takedown angle, where he's throwing at me, I finally manage to grab him, throw him into a turnbuckle, uh, the mysterious uh, enforcer runs up rams into him causing him to stumble uh you come in hit him with a hurricane uh ryan comes in hits him with a hurricane rana and to which the uh, moonshiner joe ends him with a finisher (laughs) that sounds good i like it all right so everybody play out their roles then all right so it'll start out with shandy uh getting him get get in you get it again Grab him. Fine! I'll throw you instead! Picks him and just hurls him over into one of the turnbuckles. You distinctly hear that oh! as he impacts. Uh, following suit, there is just this massive boom, boom, boom as the mysterious enforcer shoulder checks the guy back into it. Boom, and, boom, and he stumbles boom, forward. Boom. I want you in my room. Sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> 
then Ryan, you come in. How do you deliver your move? Yeah, um, yeah. So I am going to add insult to injury. Now that this guy is is a, a little dazed, a little worse for wear. Before doing the Hurricane Rana itself, I'd like to start off with this a, a kicking combination that is really flashy and does virtually nothing. <laughs> Excellent, love it. I'm here for it. You want a Kodo and, Bushi? Yeah. And then do a Hurricane Rana. <laughs> Sweet. And then oh. he he slams and rolls right before the feet of Moonshiner the Moonshiner Joe the White Lightning. Okay, Moonshiner Joe the White in parentheses Lightning <laughs> reaches down, picks him up, turns him around, and I'm I'm basing this off of the Razor's Edge, which was Scott Hall when he was Razor Ramon's old uh, move, where he just reaches up, grabs him by the armpits with you know back to back, grabs him by the armpits. Reaches like uh, extends him up over his head and just falls forward. But this time, when he falls forward, doing the what I like to call the white lightning, he just slams him over the edge of the rope. And so instead of him meeting pavement, he goes hurling towards the abyss head and first so- into the water. <laughs> And it's almost like, you can't, like as he's pulling him up, you almost see like imagery, like the the wrestler has like a cross like pose, like you know the arms extended as mm-hmm, he's being lifted mm-hmm. up over the head. And I roll a two d six to see where I, I do the move, and I rolled a twelve. So nice, great. So um, on a. Yeah, do you need any rolls from the rest of us? No, we'll have... Uh, so, because... Because... Um, uh, it makes sense for... Uh, Adam to have rolled. So, that works. Uh, so, okay. with a 10+, plus, you retain control of the match, and you pick one. Uh, you can either gain momentum, plus two momentum. You can uh, throw an opponent over the top and gain plus one heat with them, or you can pick the next entrant to the legal wrangle. I feel like, narratively, you have to pick throw an opponent over the top. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely down for that. Brilliant. Gain another heat with IQH. <laughs> 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 I'm a... I think that puts me up to two or three. I need to double check that. Yeah. <laughs> it's at least two. So, who do we have left in the ring? I think we just um, have the MMA fighter. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. So, they're sort of like there, ready, and 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 you'll still have control. And they're sort of like standing on their guard, like ready to fight, but uh, their heart doesn't look in it. <laughs> I wonder if we can do... You can do the, like the little interrupts, can't you? With uh, like talking ones to finish it. Oh, you want to just intimidate this guy into eliminating himself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that seems like a to- either a power or a real wood sort of move. Y'all could work the audience. Oh, oh, there we go. I oh. would now work the audience as uh, as a way of getting people out. Like this might be the point where, like, you indicate that you have broken their stable. That for all their mystic power, uh, they weren't able to defeat a couple of mortals or something. Like you could be directing <laughs> that to the audience. Um, uh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. The timer runs down. So, what do you say? Who's who leads here? Hmm. Oh, is, it I, new, is it our new hillbilly sorcerer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 either the arrogant prick or the hillbilly sorcerer. Porque no los dos. Yeah, that that's fair. 
Someone has to start. All right, I'm, I'm going to start. I'm going to stand in the middle of the ring, arms outstretched, and just go, is that it? Yeah. Is that the best I, I, you got? Suddenly, you have, you have audio. They've probably lowered a microphone down in the shadows. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that it? Uh, is, that, is that the best you got? Because uh, we've got white lightning. <laughs> the old white lightning. <laughs> and, and, then, and then I'm going to start loudly... But I'm going to point up to the timer and start loudly counting down. 20, 19, 18. I don't know, folks. I, I think we've got this one. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm going to allow that as the work of the audience. So roll plus audience. Uh, that's a five, and then I'm going to blow two momentum to make it a seven to nine. Excellent. On a seven to nine, they pop. Pick one. Um, let's see. Gain a momentum or take control of the match if you're in one. Well, we're already in control of the match, I think. Hmm. Uh, but if we're not, I'm taking that. <laughs> sure. You, you keep it. You keep that control. You hold it. Um, five, four, three. The camera's like panning across all of the wrestlers. Uh, what, what do you say when the timer hits zero? All right, so Moonshiner, uh, excuse me, White Lightning says, you have fallen astray of, of your master's teachings. Come back for me when you are ready and you are pure. Oh, nice. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. All right, see. <clears throat> see what's mine. Okay. And I'm rolling plus look. And that was a seven. Nice. Uh, what move are we looking at here? Uh, that's a work in the audience. Sure. Do you get to use look to work the audience? Uh, bigger Normally, work the audience is audience. Yes. Yeah, audience. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I added that to it. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, cool. So, yeah, you're working the audience. You've got them eating out of the palm of your hand. Sad music is playing as a uh, sort of like sort of a Lord of the Rings-esque quality to it. <laughs> as it's like, yeah, this is everything's falling apart. <laughs> um and the gangplanks the gangplanks like slide back in um to give and the and the lights come up illuminating your path out um do you do you do you leave yeah it, <laughs> what's hey guys what's do what's do the leave that are when we leave like we we're, it's like when frodo and gandalf are sailing off at the end of the hobbit's trilogy <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, it's if I may be so bold, yeah, we just we turn around without much fanfare, walk off. There's a group of people waiting on the rickety ass boat, <laughs> the boat plane, excuse me, that we are going to be flying back on, and uh, we're we're going back <laughs> to the yeah. They they they, they shot all this footage earlier. Uh, yeah, of you, of you flying away, and as you're standing there on, on the about to board the plane, it cuts to we cut to footage of the Azure uh, of uh, not the Azure fist, the co-consuls, and they say, "Thank you for showing us the weakness of our stable." Uh, and you, you, the three of you sort of like nod and we see as we panning across the stable, we see like some of the, some of the people, the, uh, some of the, the people that had the Azure power 
and uh, the, all the gem-themed stable members are like sort of looking around, confused, and everyone else, the non-like inner circle wrestlers from the time of the Azure Fist, all start to like grin and smirk and nod, and it would appear that there was some kind of conspiracy to get rid of the old guard and bring in this new power. Uh, and with that, we close on this international quarterly hurt fest. Um, yeah, some upsets in the league, some new stab, new background and developments for your own characters returning to their leagues. Be interesting to see if uh, if you continue your white lightning shtick. <laughs> um, how did you all find that? <laughs> that was ridiculous. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We went. We ran a bit longer than we had normally. We had originally planned to, but that was because we didn't have the time limiter that we thought we were going to have from before. Yeah, uh, someone wasn't able to make it. Uh, so no, yeah, I, this was man. My my face hurts. Where I've been smiling and giggling here, like this, <laughs> I've, I've had a blast. This, this is yeah. what happens when you get someone that doesn't really know anything about wrestling to run a fucking wrestling game. <laughs> well, I'm no. Like, no. What if they were wizards? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that uh, when it comes to pro wrestling, back in the the eighties and nineties, with the whole Undertaker, like do you were, there were times when they were doing back you know backstage skits with the Dungeon and such, and there were oh, just yeah. mystical figures here and I there. I do the remember that the Undertaker in one wrestling match attacked people with violin wizards. Yeah, there he, him, and so, Kane could call down lightning at a yeah. whim. Yeah, so uh, here's a short list of supernatural powers that either Undertaker and or Kane have had over time: uh, summon fire, summon yeah. lightning, uh, possess announcers and make them speak in your voice, uh, appear out of nowhere, uh, teleportation of yourself and others, uh, control electronics, summon druids. Summon the undead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I assume the Undertaker is a necromancer. Like, otherwise, why is he called the Undertaker? Well, he's both a necromancer and himself undead sometimes. He's a leech. <laughs> Pretty much because Paul Bearer, his former manager, used to, contr- used to carry for him his urn of power that controlled the powers of the Undertaker. His oh factory. my god, I love that urn. Yeah, that was... <laughs> That's how you could both summon and empower the Undertaker. <laughs> so like a green lantern. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So if it's good enough for nineteen eighty nine W if it's good enough for nineteen eighty nine WWF, then it's good enough for IQH. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Well, thank you all for coming on and I'll let you know when the, this is out. Uh, does anyone have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, well why? I, th- I think there's I think there's a, an exchange there. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of exchange of role playing. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you enjoy this, please come check out a podcast. I do have several of my friends, the Role Playing Exchange. We do two actual plays a month and a little talky episode. And we also, if you enjoy that, we also have a Patreon where we do a Patreon only show that has a little bit to do with role playing games, but also just goofy fun so please uh, give it a check and thanks again to insert quest here it's always a pleasure to play with you guys yeah indeed thank you so much and thank you to our two uh irregulars uh for coming on as well 
No, thank uh, you. Yeah, it was a wonderful game. I had fun. I, I always have fun playing this game because it's just <laughs> so fucking wild to be able to take. I don't know. There's something that I always find really enjoyable um, in role playing games when you describe special effects. We did a game where we played like a 1960s sci-fi kind of thing, and I was like describing how how like the set that they were in looked exactly the same as the last set they were in, except it was lit differently, or <laughs> or how like the shit the hold is full of tiny micro sheep. Um, we can't we don't see them on screen because everything's shot from the hip. Up and clearly they're they're ankle sized. Uh, but we can hear the sheep bleating, and then as the sheep exit the exit the uh, spaceship, they go through a transmogrification gate that turns them full size. So we see these we. Uh, we see you walk, see the sheep exiting this doorway, and then we cut to a field full of full-sized sheep. <laughs> uh, it's stuff like that, like the, the the you know they clip on the wire, and all the swords have the have the leave the blood marks and stuff like that. Like I I, I don't know uh, I don't know why I really enjoy doing that, but I do. It's excellent. More RPGs that involve actual theatrical description, I guess. <laughs> Uh, but thank you all so much for playing uh, if you enjoyed this game you can check out more from us we have a couple of other wrestling games uh, worldwide wrestling games as well uh, and uh, if you want to support insert quest here uh, we actually just published our first game so uh, Ray and Finn so myself and Finn just published uh, a game which you can get by clicking on our store link at the top of Insert Quest Tier's main site, insertquesttier.com. Uh, so please check out that. Uh, the money from that will help us do uh, lots of stuff, but mainly help me eat. <laughs> please. I desperately wish to eat. Um, so please support Insert Quest Tier. Uh, it's pay what you want so you can pay like a dollar for it or you can pay me a hundred dollars for it. Like whatever you want. You can pay as much as you want for it. Um, but, uh, either way, uh, thank you so much for listening to this game and I hope that we will uh, see you back soon, but for now, farewell from the past. I'm Ray. <laughs>